Curtain Jerks on the Comedy Podcast Network. Hey-o. I'm Scott Narber. I'm Steve Sears. I'm Brad out. And we're all professional comedians who live in Hollywood, California, Hey-o. USA. Yeah. 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 Beautiful, sunny California. Oh, it is gorgeous outside. Congested. Hot. Beautiful. Sweaty. Yeah, Brett's congested. Full of currently. traffic. Grimy. Yeah. Full of head traffic. Head traffic. Brett's head. got a lot of stuff going on right now. Yeah. Yeah. Don't Brett, tell us. Don't I won't. Tell us. I the, won't. the mystery behind his eyes is enough. <laughs> I won't tell anybody what I, what's happening with. Don't me. tell anybody. Let mm-hmm. let it all be mystery. Cause Brett, yeah, you got voices in your head. I do. What do they say? Uh, they're telling me. What does this thing say? Oh, he's looking up. They he's counsel me. <laughs> they counsel me. They, they understand. understand. They talk to me. <laughs> They talk to me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, speaking of voices in your head, guys, someone's not balanced. Someone is off their rocker. Someone is imbalanced? Imbalanced. Unbalanced and needs uh, balance that insure drink. Oh, that's for old people. Yeah, because it balances out their system. This is true. Randy Orton has been suspended for 60 days. Second violation. Summer vacation. Yeah. My vacation's g- all I ever wanted. I had, I had, uh, we've gone on holiday <laughs> road. <laughs> we've gone on record uh, before songs for Orton. in yeah. the past that I, <laughs> I'm not Randy Orton's biggest fan in the Second world. Second biggest fan. Yeah. But I did watch his, uh, <laughs> by the way, <laughs> you have set up your new Randy Orton action figure. Uh, guys, can we have to call these action figures? These are uh, reenactments of wrestlers that we've set up. So when our conversation goes to it, we then do yeah, the move. Yeah, we're on. inspired by these. You yeah. just gave Randy Orton money. That's what you just did. You just put money in his pocket recently by going to Toys R Us and buying a Randy Orton. I did it for the good of the show. True. Because I bought a John Cena, and it was Toys R Us was running a sale. Guys, like describe buy one, to me. Get one half off. Describe to me the action figures because there's a giant computer screen, flat screen in my way. It's not uh, like the clear true. one from the Avengers. I got an opaque version. I have a Hulk Hogan that's doing one of his classic Hulk Hogan poses. And the NWO, NWO Hogan. Hogan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so then I have the John figure. Cena that has. The best way I could configure it, he's going to give the attitude adjustment to Randy Orton. I thought that was the FU. Used to be. Yeah. Steve doesn't watch wrestling intently. Yeah, I don't. (laughs) I've said I try to tweet instead of watching the wrestling. And then when I'm not watching the wrestling, I'm wondering what's going on. John Cena could also potentially be uh, saving Randy Orton from a fire. Uh, yeah, I was be. about to yeah, say, yeah, yeah. it looks like he's, he's making a rescue. The, with these figures are limited in their bendability. <laughs> so but you got to do the best you can to recreate classic. Just like you explains, listeners, you have to use the best of your imagination as you can to imagine what we're talking about. Yeah. Which explains why you're not a huge fan. Because like this action figure, Randy Orton is limited. Yeah, yeah limited in scope, but not in personal demons. <laughs> well, probably a little bit of limited in self-control, or am I right? Huh? Yeah, yes. well, yeah, that, exactly. But I was watching, what I was going to say is that I watched his, uh, the DVD set that they released for him on uh, Netflix. Yes, uh, 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 Vite Me, or uh, Suck on a Viper, I'm a Snake. Yeah, exactly. It, something like uh, that. Or ven- Venom in Your Face, and, the uh, Randy Orton story. And he made, uh, makes a big deal throughout that thing about how he's clean and that he owed it to his wife and his uh, kid to stay sober and to, uh, you know, provide for his family and that Sounds his family like he lost was a his... card game to his kid. Yeah, you gotta apparently. be sober. Oh, oh. Oh. So in that, did to it say have the that... classic shiny blue fabric background while he was giving his interview, or was it in like his living room? 
no, it, it was it was that uh, documentary the like following him around. poorly lit with one area. Yeah, behind know, him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, but it was good. I did. I just feel bad for him because you know that's. Uh, hey, but you've now just uh, fueled his uh, Diana Ball uh, habit. The steroids. I mean, I think to some degree Vince McMahon can't be too mad about that. <laughs> I mean, I I don't know that that's something he doesn't like support. Uh, you know, uh, under the table, but. You know, he just doesn't want to get the guys caught. And when it. you say under the table, you mean injecting them in their ass underneath the <laughs> table at an Arby's, right? Yeah, yeah he's okay. not doing that anymore. No, but it, anymore. I think it's probably the marijuana one that got them again. He's got voices in his head, Brett. He does. He, he, he got to silence those down. voices. Yeah. He needs to make sure those voices are at least talking to each other in a civil way, at least about you know Predator Two or something, <laughs> a, a, or the Marine Three. Ooh. Well, oh yeah, he's supposed to be the guy, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh oh! There goes your WWE film career. Because the Miz is actually off of TV now for a while because he's filming or at least training for the Marine Three, and this would coincide with the time that Randy Orton would have been doing the same thing. I think this is a perfect opportunity for WWE films to take Randy Orton in a different direction. If you want to push him as an action star, why don't you remake Superfly with him as Superfly or Blow? Oh yeah, the, wait. Or, <laughs> the Johnny Depp no, movie. Or just fucking get rid of him. Or just fucking yeah. blow. Hey, these are all good ideas. <laughs> Randy Orton is George Young or whatever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's great. He's well, playing the Paul Rubens character. <laughs> what needs to happen is we got to get to the root of this, guys. We've got a lot of contacts here at the Comedy Podcast Network. Hogan's hooked us up. He's got his Rolodex, definitely. Which is kind of sad that he's not using an iPhone. He still has his Rolodex. Mm-hmm. It's a but he uses it as a fan when he, he gets insists hot. to use a rotary phone out there as well. Uh, Steve is is Orton in the red, yellows in the red section or the yellow section of Hogan's Rolodex? Uh, there's only uh, you know what the problem is. The, when there's a black and white section as well. I know, but the problem is yeah, they're but not, that's all Buff Bagwell. Yeah. <laughs> the sections are divided uh, vertically, so if you flip it around, it's just another color. So it, they're all it's like a red oh. and yellow card. It's tie dye, and it's the same with a black and white. I see. So no. it's all the same color. Well, can you get Orton? Uh, uh, can you get him in here? Yeah, I think so. Let's see. Oh, why am I checking here? He's in the green room. Uh, yeah, I, I just guess want to no know where he to was in the Rolodex. Oh, in here? Under R, actually, instead of O. You think it would be Orton, but it's Rende. <laughs> I bet Hogan puts a lot of guys under the also if they got a the in their Let's name. Let's see what we got here. Is it the ultimate warrior? Or is no, it you know what you that's? The? He's got that under H for Hellwig. <laughs> that's, that's a slight. What a what a jerk. <laughs> I think Hogan's had too many concussions. Uh, well, get, can, yeah, get a, get. Hogan I don't want to get him. He's pissed off. We'll get a Hogan on the intercom. Hey, Hogan. What's up, brothers? Hey, uh, could you please bring Orton, the get Randy it. Orton, in here? Yeah, the Orton. I think you're there, ready for you, dudes. Oh, boy, no, the Orton. There's three. Of, there's four of them, right? Hi, guys. Hi, Randy. Hey, Orton. Randy. It's a pleasure to have you on the show. Thanks for having me. So you got some time off now, huh? I've got summer vacation. 60 days. That's summer vacation. So this well, is your second violation, though. Aren't you Aren't you mad about this? I mean, there's some WWE brass that thinks that you should be fired when you get back. I was so angry, I went home and took a shit in my own gym bag. But then I thought about it and realized, wait, that's my gym bag. So I'm going to go shit in the toilet when I have to go next time. So I've learned a valuable lesson. God, I thought this was going to be interesting, yet he still bores me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for somebody that's an apex predator and that's like uh, on the brink of insanity, you seem pretty calm and collected. I'm surprised you don't fall asleep in the brush. 
I'm sorry, what? Oh, God, you're a boring man. I once did fall asleep while brushing my teeth, and I poked out one of my eyes. Well, you know, I, I, I don't know what's going on with you, Orton. You know, you, you, you've been... Oh, suspect- wait, wait. You know, when I get back, I don't think I've got anything to worry about, Brett Gannell, because I'm the top of the food chain at WWE, and they've got nothing on me. That company couldn't function without Randy... No, I'm going in there. Hello, Randy Orton. Oh, hello. Jesse the Body Ventura. Yeah, that's right, Scott Narver, Brett Gannell, and Steve Sears. There's something I have to say to this guy. I ain't got time to bleed. I thought he was going to say that. I thought he was going to say that, too. Yeah. I'm a goddamn sexual Tyrannosaurus. <laughs> well, all of those things plans. are yeah. true, but I didn't come from my private island to talk about me, gentlemen. Well, what is it, Jesse? You you were you were hiding behind the plastic trees in in the office. We're here. in the middle of an interview. Well, once I heard about his second suspension, I hopped on a hovercraft and came out here to the mainland <laughs> cool. in order for me to talk uh, candidly with Randy Orton hey, before he throws his career away. Listeners at home, Jesse Ventura and Randy Orton are nose to nose right now. Yeah, you're ruining your career, Orton. Orton, wake up! Yeah, Jesse he fell asleep. Here this to you. is what I'm talking about. I'm sorry if my eyes glazed over. Hey, Jesse, can I see your bag for a second? I'm not falling for that one again. <laughs> I went backstage at a Raw one time, and I came back in. There was feces in my bag. There was what? Feces. <laughs> Sounds so, like baby accent. mice. All right, listen, Orton. <laughs> I think I've broken through the conspiracy of why you would have wanted to get suspended for the second time. Why don't you lay it on me, Jesse the Body Ventura? Well, as we all know, Chris Jericho is serving a 30-day suspension for desecrating the Brazilian flag. Spring break. Yeah. Well, rumor has it that you're possibly going to be a a member of Fozzy for the summer tour. What? Randy Uh, Orton's going to be a member of Fozzy? Yeah. That's the rumor has it. I can neither confirm nor deny that's not going to happen. Well, what instrument do you play? Typically, I take a duffel bag out. (laughs) (laughs) Open it on stage. So it's more of a performance piece. Put a microphone on a C-stand and aim it at the duffel bag. And then defecate inside it. Oh, it's like a big gong at the, at the end of a song to let you know that song is finished. <laughs> the other rumors are is that when WWE and Mexican superstar Sin Cara came back, Orton couldn't stand to be put on the back burner, so he decided to leave. Oh. Is there any truth to that? You and Sin Cara have problems backstage? I wouldn't say that Sin Cara and I have beef, but if I did eat beef... I'd find Sin Cara's duffel bag, <laughs> open it up, get a C-stand, and record the sound of me defecating into his bag. All right. Well, those are all the conspiracies that I had. He's explained them perfectly. Jesse, though. thank you for that. Thank you no for getting problem. us a scoop, and thank you for constantly uncovering conspiracies. I'll be back again. By what? the way, your car's unlocked. You mean his hovercraft? Yeah. Yes. Okay, I'm going out to it now. Goodbye. Jesse, I hope we get to ride in your hovercraft someday. Definitely, guys. Randy, uh, thank you for being on the show, but before you put all of our listeners to sleep and bore the shit out of all of us into a duffel bag, please leave.
if all of your listeners were inside of a duffel bag, <laughs> all right. they'd have shit on them. Hey, look. Hey, look. Orton, here. It's your figure. It's your figure. Go get it. Go get it. I've, I, I gotta go. Oh, God, man. That's hard. It's a sad story. Yeah. Well, oh, man. <laughs> Is my book bag open? <laughs> <laughs> I brought my laptop today because I had to do a little bit of work after recording, and now I, I don't even want to look inside. You mean yes. you brought your old laptop that you're now selling on eBay to all of our listeners? Yeah. Hey, Signed Randy. by Randy Orton Next. in a, a unique way. Covered by, <laughs> yeah, covered with baby mice. <laughs> Well, there's a lot of stuff that's going on. Every week, there's more and more stories piling up that we got to talk about. Guys, Sin Cara, as, as Jesse of the Body Ventura said, is back now. Mm-hmm. And he's not just calm anymore. He's not just cool and collected being blue. Yeah. He's red now. He's fiery. Yeah. He's passionate. He's heated Rojo. up. Yeah, exactly. Rojo. Because he immediately went up against a, a friend of the show. Heath Slater. Heath Slater, redhead himself. In what I could only describe as a night match. Yeah, a dark match on television. <laughs> yeah. It couldn't. I, I have never seen a match as poorly lit as that it one. It was ever. like a like it was like the sun was setting, and I, they should have just been champagne glasses or strawberries or something. Just I a really romantic lit match. The powers that be at the WWE think that if they uh, light his matches poorly enough, you won't be able to see any of the mistakes that he's doing in the ring. True. That's very true. Well, maybe uh, he needs the low light so we can do all those amazing stunts. I don't think so because it to I me it seems see like he's it. having trouble seeing you know where the ropes are and stuff when he's trying to jump on them. I I think I heard Heath Slater constantly say throughout the match, "Hey, I'm over here. <laughs> I'm <laughs> over here." The problem might be that <laughs> follow <Sinkara> my voice <laughs> is legally blind. Oh, he that actually can't it. he can't yeah. see out of the mm-hmm. uh, the mask, and they're, what they're trying to do is he, dim the lights down for his opponents. Yeah, he's yeah. more like the daredevil. Okay, yeah. I see. So so you're saying. I thought at first you might have said that he needs a wrangler to help mm-hmm. him out. No, to no. just like you take mean a like can a guide dog a stick and just like hit it right in front of where his opponent is, so Sinkara attacks the noise. Yeah. But no, you're saying he's he's got daredevil type special powers. Yeah, where he can detect sound almost as if it was sight. But since that everybody's so quiet during his matches, he has a little bit of trouble finding his opponents. You see, and if he ends up doing a backstage segment with some beautiful lady at a playground. It'll be really terrible. Yeah, most likely. Yeah. Because the kids would be distracting him. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, there was something interesting you just said, Scott, about having a Wrangler with a can and a stick, mm-hmm. like hitting it in front of his opponents. I just imagine Sin Cara attacking homeless people as they sort through recycling. <laughs> it probably happens. Yeah. Watch out, Kansas City, next live event at Rop. Because <laughs> he's coming after you. As long as there's ring ropes that he could bounce upside yeah. down on. Well, uh, that kind of brings me to uh, uh, something I was thinking about. With the, you know, we're gonna have these three-hour raws, and you know, so no- we're going to three hours, guys. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh God, my voices are gonna be shot. <laughs> <laughs> well, so no Jericho, no or- no Orton, and no three-hour curtain jerks. <laughs> no uh, Orton. So we now have guys like Sin Cara, Damian mm-hmm. Sandow, Ryback. Who's mm-hmm. the uh, who's the guy who had that uh, bit on Raw? The uh, the rugby player. Uh oh, uh, that's uh, well, Oksana's boyfriend. Yeah, I, I keep thinking it's Claudio Castagnoli because that's how I know him for all these years. But it's uh, it's not that. It's uh, yeah, I can't remember. Uh, uh, Frenchy McWeird Pants. <laughs> I think that's it. Exactly. Is that right? Yeah, Frenchy yeah. McWeird Pants. Oh, right. uh, I can't remember his name. He looks Antonio like Antonio Nogi Sabata. Sabatos. Antonio Cesaro. Yeah, I'm close. It's close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Okay. He looks like a real badass. Him, Damien Sandow, Dolph Ziggler. Sandow, I've really enjoyed. Those are Sandow's tremendous. Yeah. yeah. I wanted him and I think him and Singler. Singler. <laughs> I think him and Singler. Hey, and hey, hey you've oh. been taking too much to Hannibal. I, that, <laughs> that's why I'm slurring my words, and I look so fucking good. <laughs> I think they should have a faction called the Awesome Everybody's Out of Town Right Now faction. Wait, who's in this faction? Because you're a slur. Uh, Dolph Ziggler, uh-huh. Damien Sandow, uh-huh. and Frenchie Mc... whatever Frenchie pants. Frenchie Mc... Uh, weird Pants? Yeah. When you say weird pants, you're just wearing regular trunks. And Kurt Hawkins and Tyler Rex as well. <laughs> oh, you're just putting them in there because you want to see them because they wear the same outfit. Yeah, I love it. I mean... <laughs> yeah, the, I love the, it. The, it's uh, pink and black. It's great. WWE, That's the hip and hard I color. think, is take. I, they must listen to the show. Because after we talked about the whole tag teams and, like, synchronizing their, their uh, ring gear, they're starting to do it. You got your Darren Young and your... Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Titus O'Neil. Yeah, Titus I love O'Neil. it. They dress the same. But then uh, you, they're not pushing... Well, Darius, Darren Young and Titus O'Neil are pushing as a tag team. But it's yeah, like you're just it. supposed to assume Kurt Hoggins and Tyler Rex are a tag team. Because this is the first, I guess, match they had on TV in a while. Well, you assume they're together because they're bigger than the guys that Ryback beats up. Yeah. I assume so because I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so do you think the, the future could be good with if we're missing top superstars that we've got these guys coming in I think, and it's going to be so. a decent show? It's cool to watch Ryback. It's cool no. to watch Sandow. I, I, I haven't been this excited for new guys in a long time. I'm not sold on Ryback yet. I mean, because no. he's, he's strong, but I don't like it's boring. You now. never watch him eat anything and he's always demanding that people feed him. I think once yeah, he's you, like Oliver. Yeah. Yeah. I think once you feed find me more. Yeah. Once you finally see him eating the porridge. Uh, quotation marks. Yeah. Then I think Brett, you'll love it. There's only other one other way to heighten his character because he's squashing two, you know, guys that probably weigh 140 pounds. Now, yet it's have him go against three, have him go against four. You know, like the whole idea of it is that they're never going to put him in a match with somebody that has any credibility. Then they're just going to have to keep adding jobbers. Well, how did know? um uh what's the guy with or the... as Frenchy McWeird pants would say, your bears, your bears, <laughs> <laughs> your bears. Um, Kurt Angle was doing the three minute Invitational, right? The hometown hero stuff. Do you guys remember that? Uh, mm-hmm. Five, five minute, five minute Invitational. Who uh. Shit, the Ooh, school shit. teacher, the guy was Randy Orton. The striker was like he—he he was the the only person who came out of that without any sort of. I would I hesitate to say credibility, but he came close to submitting Kurt Angle, right? And that was the beginning of like his push. Like he hung with him, yeah. He didn't submit him. Though. That's what they're gonna do with Ryback, right? They're just gonna have him destroy people, and then they're gonna bring in uh, who was feuding with Mick Foley. Uh, he's gonna—they're gonna bring in Ambrose or Triple something. H. Yeah, Triple bring H in, was feuding with Mick Foley. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Oh, during that time, The Undertaker. Yeah. yeah. But they'll just bring uh, in someone. Sean Michaels. Sean Michaels. They're going to bring someone in who can uh, either hang with Ryback or give him, like. Big Daddy V? Yeah, that's right. It's someone he can't uh, do that weird move to. So you think. So you think. Is he doing just a modified Samoan drop, but with two dudes? Yeah. There you go. So, uh, so you're not excited at this I'm not point. excited yet because you'll they, be excited they, they, once they bring in the, the other same guy match in, over and over again. Right. You know, you're, they're going to well, bring in one guy who can who can hang with him, and then you're going to be like, oh wait, now he's got a program. You know, there's and there's just not enough distance between Skip Sheffield and this character. <laughs> there just really isn't. There, one of them was a big baby, and the other one's a giant robotic baby. I don't know, Brett. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what. Yeah, I don't know why you don't love it. Uh, I'm uh, not sold yet. Well, I Damian Sandow is hands down my favorite yeah, guy yeah, right he, now. This is this is a great gimmick. Oh. This is a lot and then of and, he he and he's great at it. Yeah, he's a that's a classic heel wrestling gimmick. It's that's not awesome. here's at the source yeah. and learn a bunch of words and stumble through mm-hmm. it when you get out there. 
Oh, he's the brand, holding the, uh, the, the like brandy, brandy snifter. snifter. Yeah. yeah. And then getting to see him move, it's awesome. Yeah. It's so cool. Yeah, Steve likes the way he moves. Yeah. I, I like the way he moves. Do you moves. like the hot pink trunks? He was wearing trunks? Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> no, but like of, uh, possibly not wearing trunks on SmackDown, I have to say this briefly because this weirded me right the hell out. It looked like Big Show donkey punched Santino Morella. This is true. Do you remember that? Yeah, He yeah. had Santino bent over the stairs on the top of the ramp. And then Big Show's hovering over him, giving him a camel clutch at first, but then just hovers over him, lifts his head up, and then punches him right in the back of the head. For photographic evidence, check our Facebook page. Yeah, because we took <laughs> photos of it. Oh, yeah. good, 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 good. Um, oh, but God, Santino was making a great face, too. Like, he, it was either he was expecting to get punched in the back of the head, <laughs> or he was just miserable already. But Well, of course he did, because he's, he was previously in a relationship with Beth Phoenix, who uh, donkey punched him all the time. Jesus. <laughs> uh, Look in the mirror. Look at your face. Now I'm going to punch you. <laughs> Guys, there is a big story that came out recently with Earl Hebner. Yeah. Earl Hebner just did a big interview with PW Torch, correct? Yeah, PW Torch. Yeah. Hebner or Hepner? Hepner. Yeah. Hepner. 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 Why they say that? Because he has that uh, really great shirt that they sell at the TNA shows, the uh, Damn Right I Did. Yeah, exactly. Which we just saw at that TNA mm-hmm. house show most recently. Very fun show. And we. Well, doing we should have talked to hebner we should have scored an interview he with is the a guy. friend of the show we've talked to him many times we've in talked the past. to him before we've gotten his audition tape from mm-hmm. uh when he auditioned to be in the chaperone definitely when we reviewed yeah. the chaperone not too you guys want to give him a call i still have his number in my cell phone yeah we should give him a call yeah. get him on the phone let's talk to him about this interview that he gave and all the stuff going on because he says that, that, that he was wrongly terminated brett brett brett, yeah. brett could you put it on speaker please oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry i was just talking to him privately head. yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, here it is. It's the majority of the people think that I just there was a conspiracy. Uh, hey, but it's not, Earl, uh, Earl, uh, I just had to put you on speakerphone. We were just talking privately, so you're gonna have to repeat that last part. Oh uh, well, I guess a lot of people just think that it's a conspiracy, but it's really not. I'm just a guy who really appreciates getting to be a part of a wrestling company that respects people. Uh, and you're talking about TNA now or Impact Wrestling and not WWE, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because you know you just did this interview and I'm I'm going to try not to be disappointed or offended that you didn't do this interview with us first of all uh with you being a friend in the show but you did this uh it's the PW Torch uh covered this story but you did this interview for the O show uh, uh-huh, yeah yeah and uh they asked you what happened with uh-huh. you and your brother being uh-huh. fired from uh-huh. WWE uh-huh and you said that it uh-huh. was all about the WWE accused yeah. you guys of selling illegal merchandise yeah through our store mhm well can that's not true. No, we. Every- right, it sounds like you're backing a child into a corner. Who's <laughs> not oh, ready to lie? Yeah. No, it's just. It yeah. sounds like it. I. I just want to. We're hard hitting here. We like to get the the facts. It's so. Earl Hebner on the phone. We're not berating a child. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no. <laughs> Don't be sorry. Just is it true? Were you selling illegal merchandise out of your shop in St. Louis? And by illegal merchandise, was it stereos or or you know? We're not going to ground you. You're not stolen you know, car parts. What were you doing? I'm sorry. <laughs> Earl, this, what, what, were you, what Earl. was it that you were selling out of there? You have this opportunity to clear your name. I, I just feel like there's a lot of a lot of pressure on me right now, guys. Earl, are you wrinkling up your shirt and kicking sand? No. no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I wrinkled my shirt. Uh, Earl, uh, be a grown man. You're older than all of us combined. Okay. Okay. Um, in our store... We were selling T-shirts, but it was the, uh, the official merchandise of WWE. It was the same stuff that they sold that we sold. We sold what they sold. 
we, we would buy what they sold. Are your eyes starting back and forth? What? Yeah. We can't. I mean, we it's should fa- FaceTime him. We don't, should. Please don't FaceTime me. Okay. But so you're saying you that you were something? selling actual what? WWE merchandise. How can you make any money doing that if you were buying it at cost or full price and then selling it? Were you upping things a couple of dollars? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a poor business decision, first of all. Earl, all right, well, Earl, you said was, you would no, never come back to the WWE at this point. I Can you address we that? We were the scapegoats. John Laurinaitis got in our face about it, and he had a hard-on. <laughs> to get you fired? He had a real hard-on. Wait, was the hard-on to get you fired or a physical hard-on? I'm sorry. Oh, Lord. Earl, are He wanted to get us fired. He hated my brother. <laughs> Your brother Dave had. He been. hated my butter. He's turned into Alan Sherman. He's now going to do <laughs> Hello Mutter, Hello Fada. <laughs> um, all right. Well, let's talk. So, you're why didn't it, it you just sue the conspiracy. WWE if they were wrong? Because that was my family, and then I had to find a new family because they hated my family. Is that where you found your family at TNA Impact Wrestling? Yes. So, and, so who's your mother at TNA Wrestling? I would have to say it is a bliss. A, a bris? A, a, bris. a bris. Isn't this a Jewish writer uh, like a... Uh, no uh, circumcision? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's abris. This is abris. Oh. <laughs> okay, so who's your father at TNA? I was have to be a Giamoto Hogan. I'm sorry, I had gum in my mouth. Yamamoto that Hogan? <laughs> that's Yamamoto Hogan. The uh, Amor- Yamamoto Hogan. <laughs> Uh, uh, the immortal Hulk Hogan? Yes. What uh, What do you think I said? Oh, okay. So we, uh, we know who your brothers are. Uh, who would be your sister at TNA? Winter. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Well, that's good. And then obviously... I'm sorry. <laughs> no, don't be sorry. I'm sorry to... about what I'm doing. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. All right. Okay, Earl. We can't continue this interview if you're going to do no, that. No, no, I'm done. All right. Well, one more question. I'm finished. The, I'm done. On the oh, t-shirts you sell right now, your... they, uh, the t-shirts say, damn right I did. Damn right I did. Uh, yeah, are those did in on the phone. reference to the uh, Montreal screw job when you screwed Brad? The Montreal screw job. So those, and you're selling those, and you don't feel guilty about that? I'm sorry. Okay. No, I I don't feel I don't feel bad. I I make about a lot of money because I wear those shirts, mm-hmm. and then <laughs> people start chanting "You screw Brett." Then I take off my referee shirt and I show everyone I did it shirt, and I did screw Brett, and I damn right I did it. Oh, damn right you did it. Huh? Damn right I did it. So that's probably one of the only things you've taken a firm stance on. Yeah, I'm you sorry. Scre- you screwed Bret Hart. I'm sorry. Oh damn it. Okay. How much money do you make off of those at any house show? Well, I don't want to brag. Mm-hmm. But I sell close to eight to ten T-shirts at events. Oh wow, that's not an, a dollar amount. What? I don't want to give you guys a dollar amount. I, I don't well, want to brag. I think that's eighty to a hundred dollars. That's just eight. I'm just kidding, guys. It's closer to fifty T-shirts per event. Oh wow, five hundred bucks. Sorry, I had gum in my mouth at that time. All right. Well, uh, thank no. you so much Earl, for being on the show. Well, one one final final question: Will you ever go back to the WWE if they pay me enough? What all right. a greedy, what I a know, greedy I bastard. Know. The guy's all about money. All right. Well, thanks, Earl. Thanks, Earl. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> okay. Uh, well, uh, God, there's so many stories. Uh, Flair has been spotted. Ric Flair has been spotted. Hey, guys, I'm back. I got you pierogies. <laughs> oh, oh thanks, man. Delicious. Ric Flair has been spotted you haven't in tried Greenville, it yet, Brett. South Carolina. Hmm? You haven't even tried it yet. You just said delicious. Oh, they're delicious looking. Okay. 
Uh, yeah, guys, he the WWE is going to be in Greenville, South Carolina, mm-hmm. which is uh, known as Flair Country. Yes, uh, but Flair has been seen about town, yet he has a no complete a no compete clause with TNA right now. So I don't know what they're planning on doing, but the evolution uh arn anderson and triple h and those guys are all going to be at this raw coming up as well so seems like they might be uh, uh, evolution that's what it says here it says four horsemen stablemate and evolution stablemate so arn anderson was arn- in evolution if you think about it for one second arn anderson was a four horseman yes. triple h was evolution okay okay so there was one representative from each of the factions that's going to be at the rock that sucks they're just doing that to get evolution buzz oh it's actually tuesday's smackdown taping okay that's fair enough (laughs) uh i I love it um i love it well uh what do you think guys flair is he gonna be on soon or is he not gonna be on soon call it Uh, he'll be on soon soon yeah three hour raw is he gonna show up i i think more possibly this upcoming smackdown do you think there's a 90 day clause from tna to wwe as there is from wwe to tna that's what it says. It says he has a no compete on his contract from TNA, even but though he's done with it. It's not like he's going to be wrestling. He could just show up. That's what I, yeah. I think he shows up in the three-hour Raw. I don't think he cares about contracts because he was working for TNA and went to the WWE Hall of Fame. Definitely. And they supported it. Uh, well, guys, I think it is time for Jerk Tweets. Jerk Tweets. Jerk Tweets. Every week, go to Twitter.com backslash Curtain Jerks and send us your hashtag Jerk Tweets. We'll read them on the show and talk about them on the air. All right, so the first jerk tweet that we got here is from oh, uh, Made underscore 909. Hey, guys, in your opinion, who gets a WWE or world title run first, Dolph Ziggler or Cody Rhodes? That's an excellent question. I would like to see I either. agree, Brett. I would like I to see it. any one of them get it, uh, but... Didn't wow. Ziggler already have a... He didn't have a run. He had one of those 60-second World Heavyweight Championships. So he did officially have yeah, it? That yeah, was confusing. Yeah, yeah. I never was quite yeah, sure. I, okay. It's on the books. I think it was only for like a day. But um, the way now that they're squashing Ziggler all the time, I would have to say that it's Cody Rhodes. Oh, you think it's yeah. Cody Rhodes? I'm going to go Ziggler. I say mm-hmm. Ziggler first. Yeah, I'm going to go with Ziggler also. I think Rhodey... Rody Codes. Rody Codes, as known to his friends and people who are autistic. Oh, yeah, that's the, the old uh, Carney speak. Yeah, hey, Rody Codes. Hey, Hulk Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't know what they're saying back then. No, you wouldn't. Uh, so exposed them. now. Uh, speaking their gypsy tongues. Um, I think that even though Cody Rhodes has got a, he's probably gonna have a more storied uh, path there. I think Ziggler's probably gonna have. They're gonna just pop him into the title picture or something yeah, like that. But just to lose, though. I mean, because he had a essentially he wrestled the world heavyweight champion yesterday, but he got beat. So hmm. okay, hmm. Uh, at Jacko. Oh, just wait, wait, before we move on, well, I would love to see a title match between the two of them. I hope they both make it into the picture because I think they're awesome. I love it. Yeah, they're fantastic. I love it. I love it more. I love it. <laughs> At Jacko, uh, 15,021,976 says, Which wrestler in your times that you have been watching wrestling has had the best entrance music? I think Edge. That was pretty awesome. You think you know me? Who's yeah. Durango? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Go Edge to Durango. Nine to five. Uh, or the classic Triple H entrance is cool. But Edge, oh, Edge was, I really The one liked. before Motorhead? The, no, uh, the, the, the this current one. The uh, yeah. fancy one? 
the uh the the game the time uh, to play the game one who what was that band it sounded like like a bunch of 15 year olds in their apartment which mm. oh the uh sort of knockoff uh Rage Against the Machine, yeah, and then also the D Generation X. Sort yeah, of. those guys. Yeah. I don't know their name. Well, do you do you got one, Steve? A name for them? I no, I, no, 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 no. If I was to make up a name for them, I'd call Did them you? like the Crushed Soda Cans or something. They sound like an indie rock band that decided to go metal in the '90s, and then they really took off in a big way with three entrance themes: Mr. McMahon, D Generation X, and oh, oh you know what the best? Not the McMahon one. Yeah, they are. No, aren't they? No, no. Who's the Mr. We'll have this decided by yeah. next week. All right. Well, I, I'd say uh, some. It's it's hard because I, I keep this is modern about, era, right? That's what the question. No, any oh. any time, any any time at all. So it could be uh, Iron Sheik. Well, Hogan's was pretty awesome back. A real day. American. Hogan's yeah, is great. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. live. I, mm-hmm. Hogan. It's yeah. It's, it's for some nostalgic. reason I'm only thinking contemporary entrances. But I'll go with Hogan, real American. Mm-hmm. That's uh, good. Mine. It's for me. It's a toss up. I always liked Kayentai's entrance music. <laughs> I really <laughs> enjoyed them. And then I also would always sing along to uh, Shane McMahon's entrance theme. Oh, yeah. It's a great one. And when I say sing along, I just mean money, 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 money. My brother would always listen to uh, Booker T's ones and blow out the speakers at home. Like, he'd crank it up so, like, he could hear it in the neighborhood whenever he'd come on. We had surround sound, and he did nice. go crazy. Uh, it's those trumpets. They got a nice brass section, <laughs> don't they? Yeah, <laughs> they do. At uh, this, is a, this is a great compliment. Uh, at WGW Podcast says, now this is the kind of podcast I can get behind, but not in that dirty Greco-Roman kind of way. And then it says, hashtag for your free iPad contact, but the, the tiny URL. Wow, way to bury someone that likes the show. I'm just kidding. Thank you very much. I'm <laughs> Scott's right. I'm, an, I'm a fool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, at Simply New One, uh, I thought these Don't were Don't suffer me, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I thought these were super funny. I thought they should be mentioned on the show. At Simply Neil One says, did, uh, did Hogan wait until Flair left to bring Brooke in? After all, he doesn't want a grandkid with a last name Flair. And he also says, no laugh there. I thought it was funny. I, I, I saw it already. I, I like I laughing at, at the end of movies that <laughs> yeah. I find humorous. <laughs> <laughs> and he also said, now Brooks in charge of the knockouts. How long do you think until Nick becomes VP of transport organization? Uh. Okay, we actually <laughs> talked about that on the show last week. I know. He's going to have some sort of a job in the show coming up. Yeah, he's, uh, he's working VP in the VP of transportation room. is great, though. Uh, at Z Shu says, what do you think is the coolest finisher and what is the lamest finisher? We Yeah, I, I think the Cobra is the lamest finisher pretty more, much of all time. More than uh, the Worm? The worm's pretty bad. The cobra's, it's terrible. What are you talking about? The worm, you got to get all that momentum. <laughs> I'd say the lamest is uh, whatever Gail Kim does with the arm, like where you have to hold an arm and then fall on your back and kick into the shoulder. Mm-hmm. Like, you know that thing where it's some weird contrived... Uh, that, that reminds me of the, the stratosphere, oh, which completely... Uh, stratisfaction? Is, yeah, yeah, the stratisfaction, which completely relied on your opponent to physically lift you up in order to put the move onto somebody. Like, uh, I right. hate that you couldn't do your move without the assistance of the other person. So. <laughs> right. Are we doing finishers? Or are we do like, moves yeah, that... that, moves that, that, that finishers was the Moves that mm-hmm. get the pin or, like... Finishers. That's usually a finisher. Yeah. All right. Because it finishes... I like uh, I like the sharpshooter a lot. The sharpshooter's great. I yeah, like that's, the, that's one of the best. I love the crossface. Yeah. Uh, and the ankle lock. The angle lock I thought was awesome. I thought uh, it was really cool. I got to go with Stunner because it's yeah. always so exciting that you see just the right amount of distance if they're talking to each other and then he's going to hit it and the anticipation. 
It's a stunner for me. That, I, yeah, that's the fastest. The I'd have to say it comes out of nowhere. I've always enjoyed Sweet Chin music as well. I thought that that one was I good. think Ooh. I could tell you what the worst finisher is. It's Alone. <laughs> Just like Hebner. Another one of my favorites is uh, uh, Foley's Dude Loves Virgin Sweet Shin Music. I love that. It was just kick him in the shin? Uh-huh. Nice. Mm-hmm. But he, he warmed up the band and everything and then did it. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, Steve, you're on the right track there because I have some huge breaking news. Because I tweeted... Uh, I don't know what this is. Yeah, none of you knows what this is. Typically, our entire show is scripted. And yeah. this is this is the part of the script that Scott blacked Much out. Much like TNA Impact. We're going off script We're right going now. off script. I tweeted at Mick Foley saying, Still hoping to score an interview with the funniest wrestler for our comedy wrestling podcast and send him a link to the show. Well, he direct messaged us and... Never. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. Yeah. Uh, to paraphrase that, maybe a little closer po- uh, to possible post SummerSlam show in LA. Ooh. Ooh. So Mick Foley's interested. So fans, uh, send li- tell Mick Foley that he should be on the show. Link it to us and tweet Mick Foley that you really want to hear him on the show. Say that you you're be balls deep in him being on our show. That's Warm right. up yeah. the band We're, and we'll kick his shin. Worked for Hogan. So at Real Mick Foley, tweet Foley, telling him you want him on Curtain Jerk Show. This works, people. Uh, power of the people. Um, so to close here, uh, again, so many stories that we got to go to, but this one we've been sitting on for a little bit. Uh, Vince. And when he says sitting on, he means very uncomfortably. Yes. Uh, Vince McMahon is coming back to Raw. uh, And we've been wanting to talk to him. There's several things we've been wanting to talk to him about, but he's going to be on the three-hour Raw that's kicking Mm -hmm. off uh, Monday. Yes, Monday. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we wanted to talk to Vince to to get his thoughts on some of the things that's been going on lately. Definitely. Let's give him a call. Let's give him a call. They grab the you red phone. You both reached for your cell phones. Well, yeah, who's yeah. going to die? Well, that's what I'm saying. I we, was just getting the phone us, number out of my phone, and we then we were going to use the line. podcast number. We're yeah. WWE stockholders. We have the direct I line. Know, he right. should be yeah. at the top of the speed dial, to be yeah. honest, guys. He's the most powerful guy that there is. Is it VM? Should I just hit VM? But I think it's... That might they, be Voodoo Kid Mafia. <laughs> yeah. yeah okay. Okay, take, uh, we'll, we'll, Hogan. We'll Hogan. Hello? Hogan. Is this... How do you work this thing? Hey, guys. Are you guys? Have you guys been balls deep in my daughter being on TNA? Uh, what do you think balls deep means? It means you guys are really behind my daughter, dudes. Well, and that her promotion is great. I'm balls deep in her too, man. <laughs> Wait, don't don't say that and don't retweet people that say that to Look, you. I am the general manager of TNA Impact. I'm balls deep in this job. Oh, no. I'm balls deep in Dixie Carter. <laughs> I'm balls deep in, in Rude. I'm oh, balls no. deep in every wrestler in that roster. Hogan, Hogan, please. Yeah. What is the please, number for Vince McMahon? Please don't be balls deep in all the little Hulkamaniacs out there. I am balls deep in all the Hulkamaniacs, oh, dude. Oh, no. And this July, when No Holds Barred is re-released, I'm going to be balls deep in that. All right. Well. All right, guys. Here's the number right here. Oh, Thank it's you, ringing. Hogan. Hello? Oh, Vince? Uh, Vince, hi. It's uh, the oh, Curtain Jerks, guys. It's the Jerks. Ah, oh, damn it. I don't want to be made fun of today. I'm having a good week. Well, oh, would you say you're balls deep in a nice, refreshing glass of lemonade? The hell is that supposed to mean? I'm not putting my balls in lemonade. Good. Oh, Vince got it really quick. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. think I'm Hulk Hogan? Oh. You think I'm some kind of idiot that doesn't understand where balls go? Yeah, I got my balls in his daughter. <laughs> oh, look. I don't is, know I'm that, sorry. Yeah. That's not where I wanted to stick. I think go. you got, I got mad at Randy Savage right for the same thing. I got balls on his daughter. No, please, Hogan, please don't. <laughs> I mean, Mr. McMahon, yeah, yeah. please don't do that. You think I'm Hulk Hogan? No, look. All I, right, gasoline. 
You know, hey, I, you guys are ruining my week. I'm having a, I'm having a great week. Well, we have Rob's a couple, going to three hours. Mr. McMahon, we were very excited about that. We wanted to talk to you about that. We wanted to make sure that you know that we're excited that you're coming back. It's the thousandth episode. Nothing ever in the history of television or in the world has gone a thousand times. I would say there's been a thousand uh, Tonight Shows. Name it. The, the, the tonight, tonight Show? Nope. Not a thousand. Not really? Never once, because there's always a different host. Conan O'Brien, never a thousand shows. Jay Leno, he, nope. But those shows go five nights a week for, you know, the Tonight Show's been going on for, Johnny Carson alone hosted it for 30 years. Uh, yeah, but never a thousand episodes. Like, it, it, by the math, that's 1,500 if he did it for five shows a week for 30 years. No, right? but it, uh, check the math. If you've been watching Raw, nothing's ever gone a thousand times. Okay. Well, we, 52 episodes a year. No, fi, you know, five episodes a week for 30 you years. I don't know. Brad, let's not fight about this. I think that's. Yeah, yeah. uh, My math is. No, probably I, I think terrible. it's very sound. On, no, I think I'm, you're right, Brad. I think I'm on Diana Ball. Yeah. <laughs> oh, great. Another person on Diana Ball. You're fine. Well, wouldn't I we, just be suspended? Okay. Oh well. Hey, we wanted to ask you a couple of things. One, you're you're moving to three hours, and now with Jericho out, Orton's out, uh, Cody Rhodes is he tested positive for something, but he had a prescription to back it up. He's okay. Uh, he had a letter from his doctor. Yeah. But you have a lot of guys hurt right now, and other guys that are uh, still sort of in bad shape. Mark Henry's still out. Well, what are you going to do? How are you going to fill this extra hour? What do you mean he's in bad shape? He's the strongest man. But he can lift anything you want. What do you want him well, to lift? Well, not, not if he's got a groin injury. What, do you, what was that? Oh, oh, because he's balls deep in Hogan. You guys are oh, balls Lord. talking. Oh, you're so funny. God I damn. wish I'd thought of that. That'd be very funny. So how are you going to fill this extra hour? Your main guys, like Triple H I'm and Undertaker? I'm You're going to have more Vince McMahon. <laughs> can we look forward to more John Cena versus Michael Cole matches? Oh, yeah, you can. You can look forward to them talking for 20 minutes first. To set the stage? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was, I felt like there was a lot of exposition on Raw this week. Yeah, you gotta understand the story. You gotta have any simpletons or, or brainiacs out there. They gotta be pooled together. It's a melting pot, the WWE universe. Uh, we real quickly wanted to mention uh, about the movie See No Evil. Yeah, speaking of... The highest grossing movie of all time. I'd, l- I'd love to know WWE what the studio? bracket that's supposed to be. What do you mean, what kind of bracket it's supposed is to be? That... It's at the top and everything else is at the bottom. Is that the highest grossing WWE film that starred Kane uh, of all time? Uh, it's the highest grossing movie of all time. Look it up. That, if I... you look at WWE.com, it says it right there. All right. Uh, a little movie called Star Wars, that's at the bottom. I, I, wow. I think that is probably at the bottom of any movie starring Kane because he wasn't in it. <laughs> he wasn't in it at all. But uh, yeah, you have some uh, news it's funny that, that it you, come up. That we're talking about Raw going to three hours. Uh, I understand there was a production <laughs> note during See No Evil that the writer had mentioned in an interview recently in which you had an idea that uh, Jacob Goodnight, Kane's That's character. That's Kane's character. I see the movie. I like the movie, yeah, gentlemen. Uh, Kane, yeah. It's Kane's character, Jacob Goodnight, should have a three-foot-long penis. Oh, you think this is funny? I didn't laugh. You think this is hysterical? No, I don't think anyone was we laughing. We were just wondering why it's you think... It's a horror movie. I wanted him to have a, a an unusually small penis. <laughs> Three foot is unusually small? You think that? You think that's weird? Oh, Lord. Well, how, <laughs> what are you packing? What are you packing, Brett? Two and a half. <laughs> two and a half foot? Foot, yeah. You're a freak. <laughs> You're a freak. 
Good I God. Wanted, I wanted Kane to be a freak in this movie with a small three-foot cock. I'm sorry, <laughs> Mr. McVin. I feel like this begs the question, how long do you, would you say is an average penis then? An average penis? Yes. Well, I'm not a pecker checker if that's what you're talking about. It's I don't go in the locker room and uh, check all the peckers. <laughs> It's not my thing. It's not Nobody's what I do. accused you of that. Like, oh, it sounds like you're accusing me of trying to like you're trying to get a gay soundbite out of me. <laughs> well, I think saying three feet long penis is a small penis is already kind of a that is a small penis. If you were balls deep in a guess for how big an average penis, how is. far would a penis be coming out of her on the other side? Would you say? Is that a riddle? <laughs> Are you giving me a riddle? That uh, look. All right. So okay. Suppose Brooke Hogan is. Uh, 5'1"? Uh, she's much taller than that. She's probably like 5'10". Oh, and then a train leaves Chicago? Yeah, this SAT problem got really difficult really quickly. <laughs> 1,500. Well, look, uh, clearly you guys are trying to compensate for something because you're being funny on your little show, and you all have small penises. So are we going to see that three-foot-long dong scene and the deleted scenes and on the Blu-ray? On the Blu-ray Blu No okay. Evil Edition. All right. Well, that's all the time we have with them today. I can't wait till See No Evil 2 or Ice Cream Man 2. <laughs> Thank you, gentlemen, and enjoy Raw. Thank you, Vince. Thank you, Vince. Guys, that's it for the show. We're yes. wrapping up here. A uh, lot of big news, as we said, McFoley. So go to twitter.com backslash curtain jerks. Make sure you're following us and, 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 and tag us in there and tweet Foley. Tweet at Real McFoley that you want him on curtain jerks. Yes. Uh, and don't use the term balls deep <laughs> <laughs> or use it creatively whatever don't mention is we don't really have time to get into it but that comedy show we just said that you guys had mentioned it right uh, uh, that was in Burbank last week with John Morrison and stars At how was it John Levitt's comedy club yeah. uh, a very funny show uh, RVD went up first killed it mm -hmm. it was fantastic commanding of the stage super funny buried uh, comics left and right oh yeah he was going after stand up comedians it was really super funny, funny. Uh, and then uh John Morrison went up as well. Uh, really funny tone, a lot of great stories. Uh, really enjoyed it. Uh, the only uncomfortable thing about it was stand-up comedians uh, are used to getting a light that mm -hmm. lets them know that their time is up. I, I, watching professional wrestlers getting the light and not doing anything was hilarious. It yeah. was like, <laughs> fuck you, I'm going as long as I want. Yeah. Light flash, <laughs> light flash. And then like getting it multiple, multiple times. Like, well, they're going to beat you up. What are you going to do about it? Right. Yeah, and that was that seemed to be the theme of the night. Super funny show. We had to go after Morrison because we had our own show to do, but heard Nigel McGinnis showed up and that he was super funny. It was a shame we missed out on that. Yeah. Wonderful. Great. Um, and so go to our Facebook, facebook.com backslash curtain jerks uh, for funny stuff there. Uh, send us your jerk tweets every week. Hashtag jerk tweets. Uh, also, uh, listen to us on the Comedy Podcast Network along with other great shows such as the Sports 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 Podcast and Funny Because It's True. Great comedian friends of the show on there. And also go to iTunes. Rate and review the show. A lot of you have been doing that recently. We love it. Thank you so much. That is so uh, helpful to all of us. <laughs> we love it. <laughs> um, so uh, enjoy more. iTunes. We love it. <laughs> go back listen to some classic episodes. We have uh, interviews with John Morrison, Heath Slater, Tommy Dreamer, J.J. Dillon. So go back and enjoy those shows. And for Curtain Jerks, I'm Scott Narbert. I'm Steve Sears. I'm Brecken Elf. We will see you next week. You have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.